welcome back to the Detention Podcast. I'm your host, David. Today, I'm joined with my co-hosts, Esau, Ben, and Maya. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. I'm doing great. Same. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. It's been a week since our first episode, and I'm kind of glad that we got to episode two. We're sticking to the weekly schedule. I've kind of been excited to record since the last episode. I feel like um, we, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the major streaming services now, so... Uh, if you're listening on one of those, how's it going? And if you're listening on YouTube, how's it going? Hi. If you haven't already, drop a sub, drop a like, drop a deuce. You know it. If you're specifically on Apple Podcasts, leaving a review definitely helps a lot. Um, I think it'd be nice to talk about, because in the first episode, we didn't really talk about who we are and like what exactly it is that we do. We just kind of got into it. We didn't want to bore them with the... To be fair, my assumption was that this would be a continuation of our old podcast. <laughs> yeah. But no one's going to go back in. <laughs> yeah. I think it's better that um, we just continue, we just start over. So I agree. a brief rundown of who we are. If you're listening on YouTube, then you already know that we are uh, a gaming channel called The Playground. We are gamers. Uh, but if you're listening on a streaming service, you may not know who we are, so... We do gaming videos on YouTube. Uh, I've been doing YouTube personally since 2013 and, you know, working on content. And I have my own personal channel where I do gaming videos and just comedy commentary. Um, and then we've been making videos for about three years now together. On and off here and there. Oh, yeah. So this podcast is kind of more heavily focused on YouTube and Twitch because that's the background that we come from and that's the community that we choose to kind of emerge yourselves in. So if that's something that you're interested in, then definitely do stick around. Uh, and if you're not, then maybe there's something new that you'll learn. And if you have anything you guys want us to talk about that's happening in the research, put it in a comment. One of us is bound to read it eventually. Ben, talk about you, though. <laughs> I'm Ben. I was, uh, when did I come on? You said three years to so 2013. No, that was not 2013. No, I've been on YouTube since 2013. The channel's been up since 2016. I said 2016, and then I subtracted. A year and a half, roughly. Yeah, I haven't been here. For, I'm the I'm the I'm the new kid on the block. I don't do anything outside YouTube. Just or I said the wrong way. I don't do anything else besides talking with David on YouTube and play games. I'm just here in the background. Uh, hi, I'm Maya, and really, I think. I mean, I have my own channel on YouTube, but oh, I sure. really don't upload. But uh, me and David have been doing videos on and off for a while. How long has it been, David? I think 2014 is when me and you started doing videos together. Yeah, about that time. Well, there was that one video. <laughs> the Do you remember the uh, Cars Against Humanity video? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was referring to. We did that one, and we had, like, a little bit of... um a collective channel kind of similar to the playground. And I think in a lot of ways that was kind of the inspiration to what we tried to teeter on um, because we had two other friends that me and Maya like hung out with and they did videos and then we were kind of trying to make something off of that. But we were all like right. 14 and like really edgy yeah. for some reason. <laughs> and so people I, change, people change. Yeah. Um, and then when the playground hit, because originally the playground was started by me and a friend of mine, uh, when she needed to take time away from the channel, Maya kind of subbed in for her um, until Esau joined in. It kind of became like a collective group. So now it's my turn to talk. 
my name's Esau, as you heard. Uh, I also have a, I had a gaming channel, Prince of the Playground. I'm thinking about doing more content on it. I probably, I haven't yet. Uh, I will finish that Let's Play just for David. It's a Dark Souls 2, like what, three or four episodes of a Dark Souls 2 Let's Play? I believe it was four episodes. Four episodes. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to finish that. Or I'm thinking about finishing that at least. It has been confirmed. It has been. It has not been confirmed. Uh huh. You said. I, you said I'm gonna finish it. Actually, I think. Uh, cut that other part out, David. Cut the other part out. It's like a. It's like a bad game journalism. Uh, a bad gaming journalism. Uh, <laughs> Journalist. I want to touch on that topic a little bit later, but I think a fun uh, topic to get into would be, you know, where did you guys start getting into YouTube? Mm. I know uh, my interest kind of stemmed from. Uh, my mom got a computer when I was like really young for work, and I was like maybe two thousand. It was maybe two thousand six, and I would watch YouTube religiously. But I didn't make an account until twenty thirteen because that, that I wasn't thirteen then, uh, until then. So I followed the rules and actually didn't make an account until I was thirteen. So do you mean like also just watching YouTube? Like what started it? Yeah. Uh -huh. mm. Gosh, I think for me, I just specifically remember like the old youtube videos that i would just come across they're like so weird like do you guys remember um oh charlie the unicorn no a classic she showed me that and i was like yes. why is this a thing <laughs> yeah that there was that and then i remember there was uh i remember fred <laughs> fred. fred i only yeah. know fred from the movie from no from iCarly. <laughs> Oh, same. And then That's the movie right. came out. And I was like, "Yo, yeah." Yeah, Fred was like one of the OGs of YouTube. At one point, being the highest um, sub channel on YouTube, the highest voice. Apparently, I made this. I made this Google account in 2015. And that's when I started getting into YouTube. So I didn't get into YouTube until like my my junior. No, I probably got into YouTube before then, but I didn't really get into YouTube until 2015, roughly. I started. I don't remember what year, but I remember I got my first iPod. And I think the YouTube app was already there. It was when it was like a TV screen. Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. And that's when I started watching. I used to watch like origami videos because I really enjoyed origami. And then I would just sit there for hours and hours just watching random shit. That's how, that's how they get you. One yeah. day you're watching five-minute crafts. The next day you're watching conspiracy videos on how the coronavirus is just a hoax. For me, it was... by Big Pharma! <laughs> anyway. It was really shitty, like videos and that's why i really like shitty tutorials because just vibes with me and then i got into like prop hunt with like van austin all that i do like prop hunt videos mm -hmm. and scene anners oh rip scene anners he's not Dude, dead I... oh okay i, him. <laughs> I was like i think scene anners died no he's, he's he's alive and well but i miss him a lot of youtubers really don't do anything anymore which is yeah, like i understand in a lot of ways but like it's a shame uh, I think the biggest um, hit that when I was when I was watching YouTube that I saw was animators uh, couldn't sustain like a channel on YouTube anymore. Like Psychic Pebbles, uh, even Aaron Hansen moved to Game Grumps because mm -hmm. of it. Um, wasn't it because they changed the the ad revenue thing to be like, oh, you got to have over ten minutes to get a substantial amount of clips or or like? Minimum? Yeah. So the reason this happened, and it's kind of interesting to look back on was YouTube used to have a feature where you can put reply videos. Like if someone posted a video, you post your own video replying to them. Oh. And so there were these things called reply girls. 
and reply girls would do would have like their tits in the thumbnail and shit and so people would click on their replies and so they'd rack up a bunch of views um and they'd get money that way but and this was very very early on youtube's uh partner program and so content that was small and racked up views was no longer like functional on youtube because they changed the al algorithm to like not let reply girls um you know get money because of clicks now Stupid it's watch time so i've never heard of reply girls in i've my never heard of it either same it was a very old thing because now that function is no longer uh relevant anymore i remember when youtube looked shitty <laughs> like youtube had a lot of different features like there was a five star rating at one point um oh. the reply options it was uh, a much easier to navigate um messaging system it was all really cool uh but, I you hear know, there's a YouTube messaging system, but I've never seen it. it. Yeah, there is, and it's very like weird. It's like it's hard to get to. It's like hard to get to. Like, so I forget how to find it, but I know it's there. Gross. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and, and then so they didn't have a lot of roles like to monetize and stuff, and demonetization wasn't even a thing. Really? Wow. Mm -mm. Didn't they have to get like? Uh, didn't they have to work with like a corporation or something? What was it? What was it called? Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but they used to have to work with somebody just to get monetized. Oh, you're talking about Machinima? Oh, uh, a multi-channel network. Yeah, they have to work with uh, multi-channel networks just to have a chance to get monetized. Yeah, so some people still do, but now it's not necessary, but people do um, in their best interest. And there, are, I, I'm, uh, I was a part of a multi-channel network at one point. Um, I was a part of Frederator. Was it Fre what's Frederator? My brain's telling me that I'm Fred's that one guy that like had the backwards R and spoke really high. So Frederator was a animation network. Um because my old channel was heavily animation before I did like or after I did gaming for a while. Yeah, isn't like our um, movie heavily uh no, that's a different thing. Never mind. Continue. Uh so Frederator had this uh creator program, which technically the channel is still linked to, but my contract is up already, so Mm. Um, I need to get that fixed. But, uh, you know, back when my channel was heavily animation-based, I was part of this multi-channel network. And personally, I don't care for multi-channel networks because um, at the time, maybe it wasn't in my best interest if my channel had taken off, um, which it didn't. So I guess it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, especially back then because uh, uh, multi-channel networks were kind of the only way up. They could be really... Uh... Not amateur. They they would take advantage of the people that they were working with. Yeah. And that's kind of you know shitty. <laughs> I think as time goes on, there's better ways to have access to, you know, the um, tools that multi-channel networks kind of gave you back then. Communicating with other creators is much easier. Finding sponsors is a lot easier, and kind of just like you can function pretty well on your own. Well, hey, anyway, we got a couple topics. To bring up, David, you forced us to watch a 25-minute video on one. I did, and this is a good segue. So when we were talking about the OG YouTubers, uh, there were a few, right? Because you had, you know, you had videos from like Charlie the Unicorn, but when personalities were starting to be a big thing, there were a lot of creators like Ray William Johnson. Oh, um, I forgot about Eagles 3D. Yeah, and um, Shane Dawson was a big name. Even Onision was a pretty big name. But I remember him. Uh, Randa Sings was always someone that kind of stuck out because she was kind of... This, uh, I was looked at her as like a children's entertainer. I never really got into her in high school. That wasn't my, you know, cup of tea. Mm -hmm. uh, I know Maya is, is a fan of her. 
but there's kind of this uh kind of drama not not i don't like calling it drama because it feels like it kind of downplays it but she's she's kind of making decisions and is being called out right now and i don't think enough people are talking about it so this guy uh, his name is alex i believe he he put out a video kind of talking about his uh experience with miranda sings um or her real name her real name is colleen uh What's his name? Colleen Ballinger? Ballinger? Yeah. Ballinger. Ballinger. So, so I'll, I'll just refer to her as Colleen because I kind of want to take her out of the character. For mm-hmm. this. I have a very important question before we start talking serious. Yeah. Uh, did she ever sing? Did she what? what? Did Miranda ever sing? She did. She, she would yeah. like make right. memes about how All good right. of the singer she was. All right. Good to know. Anyway, back to the serious that, that was the meme, yeah. So I'm not really too familiar about her content, but all I know is that Alex had made a video. Uh, Adam. Adam, I'm sorry. I thought his name was Alex, and he had a persona named Adam. I don't know. The, the, the YouTube video says his name is Adam Mick. Because he said, I think Adam is this. I don't know if it was, because they kept referencing Adam, but I remember him saying Alex, and I don't know. The kid. Well, I like Adam. The person that made this video, he, uh, so the person that made this video, had a inappropriate relationship with Colleen at the age of 13 all the way to the age of 17. Uh, She would message him back and forth. And this is all from what he's saying, everything I've looked into this. Uh, They would message back and forth. They had kind of an inappropriate friendship where um, Colleen would vent to him, uh, this 13-year-old, or uh, about her divorce, which is wildly inappropriate when there is such a power dynamic from someone who looks up to you that way. Um, you know, what does a 13 year old have? Like, what insight could he have on, you know, someone's divorce? Like, she's in her 30s. So this is just so just odd and very inappropriate to me. Um, Mm. At one point, uh, sending him lingerie as a joke, whether or not she wore it, I don't know. But she sent him lingerie as a joke, which is just a no, no, like, absolutely not. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? From what I understand, it was there was like a live stream or whatever, and mm-hmm. the her friend, one of her friends, was wearing it on the live stream. It was a dude. It was a dude, and it was but over his clothes. I think it I'm was. Not, a dude. I'm not like defending her or anything, but this kid, he did ask for it multiple times, and that wasn't in in the video. Okay, so now we got both sides. Okay. That's what I was going to ask about, too, because, like, was the lingerie, like, a meme? Yeah, it, it, and it was over his clothes, too. It wasn't just him wearing just lingerie. No, I understand, but I'm saying, was it actually hers? Was it, like, a mistake that she has it? Did she buy it for a video for some reason? And, like, Miranda was like, I don't know how to wear these, and she put it on the outside, or she put it, like, what's the context of her having this? And I get she sent it to him, and okay, he asked for it multiple times, but I want to know what the context of the lingerie is, because who randomly is just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to send this kid some lingerie. Yeah, that I don't really know, but, you know, I did some research on I should have researched. I would like to stipulate that even if he did ask for it, if, like, a 13-year-old, like, I'm going to change the context just a little bit, asked, like, a 30-year-old for nudes, and uh, she sent them. That's that's still her fault. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not he, he standing up for points. her. I'm just like I'm making yeah. sure like it's not just he's the victim, you know? 
Because yeah. there's like two stories to the stories to uh two sides of that story. Yeah, I think I think it is important to, you know, look at both sides, but at the same time, I think with such a power dynamic and the fact that she's in her thirties and at the but, time the story started when she was thirteen, I think at no point can we look at Colleen and say, you know, it's okay what you yeah. did in at any point. Like, um, you know, send, sending that no matter what the context is wildly inappropriate. And I, mm-hmm. you know, that's right, just right. super gross. Uh, another thing is that she kind of got fire under, she was under fire for a tweet that he made because he had access to her Twitter account. Do you know what the tweet was? Uh, it was some, it was like a fake coming out of the closet thing. She's like, as a coming out of the closet tweet saying she likes, um, some artist, uh, the one who'd made, um, all about that base. Um, Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. Yeah. So okay. it was like I'm uh, like uh, coming out of the closet as a Megan Trainer fan, okay, okay, okay. and it kind of got under fire for that tweet. So even if that's the case, you gave him access to your Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Like that's fucking retarded. Yeah. Especially when, according to him, I'm not. I I don't know for sure if maybe he's like fibbing a bit here or whatever. But according to him, like she approved every single tweet because he had pulled from a little like list of things that he had mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. plus you have to you have to think that a majority of her audience too is like around that age um that age group so i mean again i'm not backing her up but at the same time i do see where she was coming from because she was losing a lot of her followers and stuff and her image on social media was kind of just non-existent so like getting the giving him access to the Twitter account, yes, it's kind of sketch, but at the same time it was it's kind of a smart move because I mean one, she approved all everything that he was gonna post, and two, he has like fresh ideas that's um what what's the word that yeah, like it. It pertains to her audience because it's right. literally the same age. Yeah. That. I think on paper, yeah, you can look at that and be like, that's a good idea. But I'm just so confused on where this friendship initiated, you know? That's what I'm confused about, too. At what point are you 30 and you're, like, friends with a third, uh, 13-year-old that's your fan? Because you know? she was like, oh, he's funny. And then she started, like, to get to know him more. But then it turned into this, like, oh, I'm going to make you my my social media manager. And that's where I find it weird. Like, but like you said, that she's was, very that underage. That was more recent, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's uh, 17. I, I think 17 it's... 17 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even so, like, getting, like, the, you, that's still wildly inappropriate and super weird, and I still don't understand, like, the mindset to trust somebody like that with your social media account. On right, paper, yeah, it's not a good idea, but at the same time, it's like, also, I'm just confused on the fact that she read that tweet and gave it the okay. Like, she's like, yeah, that's a good tweet. It's, it's not a good tweet. It's not even funny. Even if it wasn't a good tweet and she said, yeah, okay, is she trying to stick all the blame on him? Like, oh, you messed up? So, at first, it wasn't like that. At first, it was more of a, uh, it's kind of just pulling some bad, what's called, we're just going to pull the tweet, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it just kept pulling more and more, uh, just more and more hate slowly uh, and slowly. And then eventually she was like, well, it's not my fault. It's, it's Adam's fault or Alex's fault. I don't, I, we still haven't figured out who, who he really is. It's Adam. 
Okay, thank you. Adam. What's your real name? Adam. You know who will tell me? Dr. Google. But, uh, and eventually it just pulled enough hate that she was finally like, yeah, it's like not my fault. She pulled him from the, the Twitter account or actually he pulled himself from the Twitter account event after she, uh, after she, she kept uh, badgering him about it, about uh, how it, it was kind of offensive uh, about the tweet and how everyone's hating on him. And she was kind of just uh, piling and piling guilt on him to enough that he was crying. And she never asked how he was feeling about it. Like, oh, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. It's all fresh in my mind because I watched this like 40, 40 seconds before I started recording. Yeah. As I was watching the video, I was thinking like it feels way too genuine for it to be like at least all publicity. Like this all feels like it's coming from a place of um, like it took he took time, kind of gathered yeah. everything he needed, thought about what yeah. he was going to say. It's felt too calculated. Uh, I to was going to ask about that too. Like what provoked him to be like, you know what? Let's cancel Miranda Sings. I think it was because she blocked him on everything. Oh, and it's it, like with Gerard. Remember in the video, it said that the friend, uh, what's his name, uh, Corey, was talking. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. The, was the, talking the about friend, him. Yeah. It also brought up a lot about how... Uh, but, like, how, I, sorry. It, uh, I'm going to talk first. <laughs> I was also hearing a lot about how they were claiming that he was making paid accounts on, on them. And that, that also put him over the edge from what he said in the video. Oh. What what made me kind of think about it is like it was all coming from the friend and not from Colleen. Like he had screenshots from the friend, not Colleen. Oh, that he was like bad mouthing him? She's been uh staying pretty quiet about the whole thing. Yeah, I did notice that. Uh, I, I also uh, took mental note of that while recording. I was like, this is all uh, not even real secondhand. It was like fourth-hand information. Yeah. His friends was telling, was telling him about how in a group chat, some dude was telling about how Colleen was talking about him. And I was like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of game of telephone here. Yeah, It's it, not it, very concrete. Yeah. I feel like he just had enough. That's what's weird, though, is when did they get the divorce, and how old was he when she was like, oh, can you help me with this? This was a few years ago. She was, like, 30, I think. Approximately four years ago, because he is 17 now, and it happened when he was 13. I believe she was, like, 40. Or not 40, I'm sorry, 30. Yes. Uh, when this all happened. So it's still really um, super weird. Because that's what like, I find it most inappropriate, is her going to him for advice. Like, he's 13, he just asked for freaking lingerie. I don't think he'd understand. Yeah. Looks like the divorce was in 2016. Okay. 2016, so... He's 17 right now. That's four, four years, years ago. All right. Dude, yeah. Esau's math is impeccable. So 13. Yeah. Yes, David, I'm aware. <laughs> so I was just kind of making mental notes, because maybe this happened, like past them meeting at 13 no he said like when i was 13 she was telling me about the divorce okay what if she found comfort in him like literally like divorce and let me talk to his 13 year old maybe like maybe he came from a place of like genuine hurt but at the same time uh i don't think that's an excuse we can't speculate about what she might have been thinking then all we can yeah, we don't know her she... we can't assume but i heard it from a friend who heard it from another friend <laughs> All I can do is judge her on the actions that I've already, you know, have been shown, right. um, which she did talk to him about their divorce, and she did send him lingerie. So that's, I can only judge her on that. That's wildly inappropriate. Um, but I think 
I don't think there's much more we can really say on the topic because I'm mm-hmm. kind of going to keep up with it if anything else comes up. Yeah, I want to hear um, her side. But I don't think there's enough people talking about it, so I kind of wanted to talk about it today because uh, I've only I've only seen one video made on this topic besides right. uh, the initial video. Really? I wonder yeah. if she's going to upload one. I'm waiting. I honestly hope she does because I would like to hear the, the rebuttal against the lingerie thing. Same. And where did you hear the information that he asked for it, Maya? She's like, I was reading. Maya was the 15 year old fan. I was the one who read. No, I did research on um, YouTube and Twitter today. I'm also, I'm like hunting it down right now. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll hunt that down later. But, uh, Uh, yeah, before we stick on a topic too long, I think let's move on because really not much we can say other than, uh, we don't agree with what, like, yeah. Uh, so do we want to continue on? The, wow, there are so many accounts that got deleted under the tweets. Uh, do we want to talk about a uh, topic we talked about last week? Kim Jong Un? Yeah, we can do that. I think we can just cover the the three of the topics that we did last week as like a little lightning round. But Kim Jong Un is kind of the one that's kind of a big world issue right now. <laughs> more information that we don't have all of it on is he dead or alive so apparently according to news sources and my personal sources uh they were photos of him alive and well apparently he went to an opening of uh i don't like some some factory and he like cut the ribbon and they got like a few pictures here and there uh-huh and that was released two three days ago i'm telling you guys he has clones I'm I'm not joking. Like there's people that look like him, exact like body doubles, I swear to god. Oh body doubles. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a body double. Oh no, he has like four of them. I, if he doesn't have any body doubles, that'd be weird. Yeah. You know, I I, I wouldn't be surprised if North Korea is hiding you know, the fact that he's dead, which is like kind of funny because we already know. <laughs> So, I think they're trying to hide it because it's still like that propaganda, like, oh my god, he's basically God type of thing. Well, according to uh, my resources, this isn't the first time he's like gone missing. Oh. Uh, last time it happened, he reappeared with a cane, and they were like, and they eventually figured out he just had surgery on his leg mm-hmm. and, uh, and was just recuperating until he could walk again. They just didn't want uh, the public seeing him in a more fragile state. Because he's God, I told you. Well, they think well, he is. No, he's a supreme propaganda. leader. They don't think he's God. He's Jesus. There you go. Their form of Jesus. Um, and that's what they were speculating happened this time. He went in for heart surgery. He was just recovering. They don't want the public to see him any kind of ill or anything. Give him full recovery time. And then they, they, were, they had him back at it or as close to back at it as he could be. Yeah. It's like with FDR when he didn't want anyone to know that he had polio. So he just walked it off. Yeah, <laughs> you know Teddy Roosevelt got shot while giving a speech and just finished it. Yeah, because yeah. he got shot and he had the notes in his breast pocket. So when they shot him, he just took it out and it was just bullet. He just kept going. Imagine shooting a guy and then he just keeps going. That's <laughs> like a funny stereotypical like situation where you get shot and you pull out the Bible from the pot your pocket, the Bible that saved you. Oh yeah, or like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's basically what it was. You pull out the Bible, it's like the hole went straight through it and you, but you're just so devoted to God. I'm a teacher. (laughs) My favorite clip of, of like, Bible, he's like, 
these are the words of the Bible. It, it was Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And the, the soda was like, this is, I have the words of the Bible. And then the meatball looks at it. He's like, it says the Bible. And he's like, do you question the words of the mighty Jimmy? <laughs> I love that. It like base boosts it. I love that. Speaking of God, so it'd be, if the world was like a JRPG, Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un would totally be the final boss. No, I think he would be a sub-boss. Like Kim Jong-un would ascend into a god, and then you'd have to fight him. Like he's the, the oh, I'm the main boss kind of main boss, where like you're like, he's the final boss, but there's like a bigger final boss behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a DLC that no one bought. Because <laughs> he's really bad and drops really bad loot. He's the party member that just never... He's Marty just never He's up. Donald. He's Donald. <laughs> <laughs> compare Donald to Kim Jong Un. I can't do a Donald voice. I wish I could. Oh God! God. Well, if you if you killed Ch- Kim Jong Un in the RPG, what loot would fall? A nuke. <laughs> I already told you, you Marty Dome a nuke. He'd be a summon. Like he'd just come out and just like field wipe the other. Uh, the other, the other He's uh, Black Rose anyway. Dragon. No, nah, don't think you're this. <laughs> Sorry. That's the only thing I could compare it. Hmm. And you fail. He's a token. Uh, while we're covering last week's topics, I think we should talk about the fact that Alinity is already unbanned. Yeah, oh, I heard Her about that. Her ban lasted 24 hours and like four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Did I you talk about that. No, no, no. It was like, on, it was like on your page refreshing. There was a Twitter thing, and it's like, Alinity was unbanned. She was only banned for 24 hours. In this many minutes, I saw that too. Yeah, it was like four minutes. And I think she's even trying to talk to the, <laughs> the Twitch staff to get her banned for a longer amount of time because she feels it wasn't enough. I like to imagine she's like, I just want a break, man. Just ban me. Just do it already. Don't they get naked on stream? Jesus Christ. It's, it's infuriating because she had to beg to be banned. They yeah. banned her for a day. And then um, this guy, Fed, he's a streamer. He got banned because his Twitter accidentally, like he's, he guess he didn't see it, his Twitter had a picture of Alinity's nip slip, and he got banned for three days. Mm-hmm. His Twitter accidentally had a picture, what? Like somebody tweeted a picture of Alinity's um, like nip slip, and it was on his Twitter feed, and he didn't see it. Oh, wow, um, he was on Twitter. Okay. While he was streaming. Mm-hmm. And so he got banned for three days. They, they ended up fixing it because, you know, people complained and all that, and he, like, appealed it. Um, but the fact that he could be banned for three days Imagine someone else's Twitch stream with nudity gets you banned longer than the person who actually did it. I know, right? There's been cases like that too, where like people accidentally show like a nude and they're like, "Oh crap! Well, I didn't mean for this to happen, but I'm gonna get well, banned now." All my OnlyFans, dude. I've been getting ads for OnlyFans. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> why are you scared? Because why? It's all over YouTube. I feel like a lot of people are. They're like, like how to get a fans. free OnlyFans, and I'm like, one, this is a scam, but two, why does it say hashtag ad on it? <laughs> like, it's suggested by YouTube. I don't know. So well, the, a lot of scams promote their stuff as an ad because you can literally just buy ad space. Like, they don't do background or anything on what you're promoting on YouTube as long as you give them the right amount of money. Mm. So I feel like to bring this up because I shouldn't know. I see no one talking about it. There are ads for these weird dating apps, like these yes. off-brand dating apps. Bro, I, I have a screenshot of one. But you actually know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I have a screenshot. I sent it to Esau. They're straight-up porn for their oh, ads. Never mind. That was about to be a different one. Okay, 
so it's like it, because there's no way that it is important like it like it's, it plays out with like the cheesy music and like the bad acting like there's no way that this ad is not from a porn have you been getting the manscaped ads yeah i have uh one of the okay so i like snapchat specifically knows i'm single they give me all of the dating app sites Oh, meet your gay lover here. You don't think about dating a trans woman. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to YouTube right now and see if I can find a normal them. person. Boring, all that kind of shit. And I'm just like, stop it, please. I know I'm lonely. I got toner. You know what you want? You want to get pegged. <laughs> you like dudes? No. You like chicks? No. Tootie, we got you. I don't know why. Did get a Christian mingle addle once, and I went, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" You said, don't show me this, and Snapchat was like, oh, we get you. <laughs> like, sorry, we just had to test the waters. All right, hold up. I hate to drag this back, but I did find what Maya was saying. Oh, that's a butt. Sorry, continue. About the dude being like, yo, where are my panties from the live stream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I found a tweet, a screenshot of the tweet. I found them. So Maya is absolved of all sins. Lastly, on the things that I wanted to catch up on from last episode. We talked a little bit about Susie Lou and the whole, yes. uh, you know, problem with her and her DMCA takedowns and false flagging. Well, her, her channel was hit really hard with over, I think, 90 videos being taken down, all of them, like her anime reactions. Um, and she's kind of saying that somebody's been like flagging her videos and it's just like a hater. But um, they're they're not just like a DMCA takedown. These are being taken down. Um, these are being blocked uh, from being viewed, which means that a major company is taking down these videos because a random YouTube uh, user doesn't have the ability to do this. You can only do this if you're like a huge channel or you're a company. So yeah. that means that these anime networks are actually blocking her videos because this is illegal. And her whole making a new website to put these videos on is kind of making things a little, you know, a little... um weird she's she's gonna get sued there's no way she's not well there is a way that she's not it's just people decide not to sue her because she's a girl but, and uh, she claims fair use even though she's not commenting well, even if, it doesn't matter if you claim fair use if a company's gonna sue you they're gonna sue your ass yeah and i i have reason to believe that there are or there is a big lawsuit being made like with a few sources i know john swan has been making videos on her and he has leads on a, he has leads on, you know, the fact that there is a giant lawsuit coming her way. And the fact that, you know, these videos are being blocked means they are seeing her and they are taking action. Um, you know, there's a lot going wrong with her channel right now. And I think if, you know, this lawsuit can mean a lot of good when it comes to her channel being really taken away and like the fact that she won't have a platform to do this anymore. But at the same time, these decisions will affect the community because you know, so one bad apple can rot the whole tree, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so commentary as we know it, because of her actions, is kind of taking a hit because you can't even make jokes about people anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, I just looked at the John Swan video, and this is actually the second video he uploaded on it because his original was taken down for uh, apparently violating guidelines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's still because that was a good video. I really liked that video. Uh because he really went in and he was very, like, he really showed what she was doing. Um, Susie Lou, I've been keeping up with, like, everything going on, but she really she really did fuck the platform a little bit. 
Like, she'll, if she gets taken out, she went out, you know, fucking the platform while she was doing it. She went out balls deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, I, I don't keep up with all the the drama. Like, you said Susie Lou, and I had to look up who she was to remember. My drama's uh, more towards Twitch, the ones that I keep up with. I, I usually don't keep up with drama, like, uh, like unless it's really big, like the Kim Jong-un garbage. I try not to keep up with YouTube drama, but I do think in cases like Susie Liu um, and, of course, uh, Colleen, uh, they are bigger than, you know, just petty drama mm-hmm. because Colleen was doing something very inappropriate and uh, needed to be called out while Susie Liu was doing something that could, you know, hurt the platform. And I'm coming from a perspective where I really do love YouTube and I want to see the best for YouTube. And people like Susie Liu will, you know, like hinder the the creative outlet that is YouTube in a lot of ways. Because I don't want to have to kind of filter a joke because I'm afraid of getting taken down, you know? Yeah. And there's obviously copyright issues, and I fully agree that copyright should be enforced on YouTube. But I don't think I should be censored for making a joke, you know? I totally kind of lost my my thought, but... I don't think I should have to, you know, think about what I'm saying because of fear of being taken down. I should think about what I'm saying because I think it would make the video better. Like, I shouldn't have to censor out of fear. I get you. I also get you. So in this case of Susie Liu, I think she is a giant problem. And the sooner that she's dealt with and the sooner that she gets her comeuppance, the better. But in a more hilarious tone, um, there is a Instagram personality, and I don't know if you guys know this guy, but his name is Supreme Patty. He sounds familiar. You may know him from those videos that went viral of him squeezing lemons in his eyes. Excuse me? What's yeah, his name? He's Supreme Patty. He was this, uh, he was mostly on Instagram. He was squeezing lemons in his eyes. He had this scam where he would sell like really bad jewelry, and it was supposedly free, but you had to pay for shipping. But the shipping cost was so expensive that you were just paying for a price jewelry. Oh mm. god, this garbage supreme necklace. <laughs> oh god, it spins. I want it. Sorry, I immediately looked him up. Uh, he looks like garbage. He does. He he's weird. He he's very like I. He's a very to- like not toxic, but a very bad um, perception of Siri. My God, Supreme Patty was arrested in uh, i think florida he was arrested um for he was speeding i think he was driving recklessly yeah he what if a reason got pulled over he was resisting arrest because he was caught with two firearms i think it was like an ar-19 or something i'm looking at it right now it was like it's like bro what are you doing like he got arrested um he had an ar-15 pistol and a nine millimeter handgun yeah so he got caught with positions of firearms and he's arrested and he might like at most he'll serve five years in jail but what a i i I didn't expect to see supreme patty in the fucking news like apparently he's out on bail and he's the guy that made the world record egg that was him yeah what small world what remember the world record carly jenner had like was trying to get the most likes or had the most likes or something and then everyone's like like this picture of the egg okay the instagram thing okay yeah you know, the Instagram star. Yeah, the world record. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. 
like two days ago or something, I saw like a article and it was like, yeah, Supreme Patty arrested for possessions of firearms. I'm like, what the fuck? Not the egg guy? Yeah, he had guns. You know, his his first viral video was him eating three hot dogs in five seconds. What? Shit. That's fucking hilarious. That's half as many as I can eat. I appreciate the hustle, but like, bro, why are you carrying two firearms? Like, you're going to do some shit. Like, what are you I'm going to make a bunch of bad jokes and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> I just thought like I don't I don't know much about Supreme Patty. I don't I don't know him personally, obviously, but I thought that was kind of a funny story. Love that. Oh, it's just one hot dog. <laughs> just one hot dog. He ate it. I could eat it faster than him. I'm not gonna lie. Doubt it. Okay. I have I have something to bring up. Okay, we, we I was gonna bring this up last episode and I kind of forgot. Oh. So when we were playing Fortnite, Esau brought up like a hypothetical of a self-driving car and a person in it. Would you like to explain the hypothetical? You probably do better than I can. (laughs) All right, so uh, I was talking about the future of self-driving cars, and if there is a dangerous situation in which uh, someone who is, I'm going to emphasize the fact that they are jaywalking across the street, they're not allowed to be crossing, but they are, and uh, avoiding them would put the driver in lethal harm, potentially lethal harm. But in this situation, we're going to assume that it is going to be killing either the driver or the pedestrian. Who do you guys kill? You're, you're riding the AI. Who, who does the car prioritize killing? The pedestrian. All right. You've made your choice, Ben. Okay. So I would reference iRobot because if the person or not the person, the car kills the, the J, I would kill the jaywalker. But if it kills the jaywalker, then it's a machine accident. Because it's saving the person on the inside. And that's the goal, is to make sure that the person on the inside is safe. Plus, the other guy's breaking the law. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I stipulated this with the fact that the jaywalker is at fault entirely if anyone dies. So it should make sense that they should be the one dying. Mm-hmm. And then I brought up to David that if there was a burglar who was on the sidewalk, a jaywalker and the car had to choose between those two people, I would still hit the jaywalker because it's still their fault. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to give the perspective, because I told this hypothetical to my girlfriend, and she said that the self-driving car should not hit the pedestrian because it should be designed to like move out of the way of pedestrian because the person in the car is like safer, mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. To which oh. I said, fuck that. I paid for this car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to die. Oh, and plus, I paid for my safety. If it's safer for the car to dodge the pedestrian and the the guy in the car is more likely not to die, mm-hmm. but let's say there's like an 80% chance of survival for the driver and a 20% chance of survival for the uh, the pedestrian, then I'm like, okay, yeah. But I'm talking about a situation where guaranteed death no matter what you choose. He'll drive I, pay, I paid for my safety if I'm in that car. Yeah, you're, you're on a cliff, like a bridge with no barriers. And he's jaywalking. He's jaywalking. <laughs> <laughs> he like glided in Fortnite style. Has no mats. Has to oh, walk across. You have a gun and Hitler is minding his own business, but that person's jaywalking. <laughs> what do you do? Oh no, a bridge. What was I going to say? Um, Because you have to take it, because if the guy dies... The person in the car, wouldn't the jaywalker be at fault? Yes, that, that is the entire point. Dang. 
I would rather yeah. die than pay the, the, the fees to go to court. That's true. But who's gonna sue you? He's dead. Yeah. The test like, does the car have a camera? Does it show what happened or would he be like, Yeah, I saw this car on the side of the road? <laughs> this this self driving car is gonna have a camera. If it could drive itself, it can have a camera. Yeah, presumably we're gonna give them cameras for like and if you have a self driving car, just put a dash cam anyway. Yeah, and plus they need to see. Plus, who's going to see a car driving itself? Because the person's not at fault. You run over to the store, put, get some beers, and throw it in the self-driving car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you drive. You pour, you pour it into the gas tank. Oh my god. That's the great. car's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that went out. Take that out. Take that out. Take that out. <laughs> uh, don't don't even take it out. Just bleep it very long. And have it oh laugh. my god! I'm just gonna censor that. Yeah, I, I did that last like last week when we. Uh, <laughs> I imagine he puts a censor bar on it instead of like beeping. He just puts a censor bar. Like, oh thank god. I, I I wanted to make hypotheticals for like every um week, but I figured that one was super good, and I wanted to talk about that one. I have a stupid hypothetical about pet bull. Hit me with it. I've I've told you guys before. God damn it! <laughs> Do you guys still want to hear it? Yes. Okay, it's about Pitbull, okay? <clears throat> the singer, Mr. Worldwide. Would you rather Mr. Worldwide sing all the songs known on the planet or would you rather everyone parody, parody only Pitbull songs? This is a very specific thing, but I would rather have Pitbull sing all the songs because it's a more diverse song or song, oh. even though it's just one guy singing it. I Do you think he would change voice? it up? I, I would get so fed up with him. Like, I'd rather listen to, like, a really punk version of a Pitbull song, you know what I mean? Dude, that sounds lit, actually. Yeah, but would you rather listen to exclusively versions of Pitbull songs? Well, bro, I don't want Pitbull singing, like, my favorite song. Mommy, mommy. Like, rap is dead if Pitbull sings it, you know, or raps it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but rap is dead if they have to friggin' do Pitbull songs. No, nah, because like there could be like a rap hip hop rendition of like a Pitbull song. You can do it differently. Yeah, but you have to keep it uh, faithful to the original, unfortunately. Yeah. No, Ben said it would, it could, they could parody it. Ben never said it to be faithful. Mm. That's what a parody is, though. Parody has to be referential to the original. Yeah, referential, but like not. If you, you create know, something same else that's totally different, that's just a new song. It's not parodying. No, it's not. You can like you can make a new song while parodying something. You can't like that's not a parody at that point. If you do it the same way, that's an homage, or a theft, or theft. No, no, no. He loves it. A cover. <laughs> he doesn't care about DMCs. In this hypothetical, where is Pitbull in all this? He's sitting making a what bunch of money. He, what has he done to the music industry? My question is: Will he say "Mr. Worldwide" at the beginning of the song? Oh my god. No, they all say they all say their names, and that's the only change they do. Dewa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't know any pitbull songs, so I can't like contribute anything. One, two, yeah, no, that's three, also my problem. four. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. That's one. Uh the hotel. There you go. Dude, imagine every fucking K-pop fan then their reaction. <laughs> Bro, okay, I don't know what this is pissing me off. I'm sorry, I'm gonna like, derail for a little bit. But fan cams on every tweet that I find are so annoying. Yeah, fan accounts. 
No, yeah, yeah, they're called fan cams. They're like literally oh. under every tweet or just random unrelated videos of K-pop like um, idols just are dancing they, and singing. Are they bots or no? They're just kids who do that. Oh, are they bops? <laughs> bops? Uh, Both. Like bots and bops. They're, they're not bots, and I don't personally like K-pop. I, don't, I can't oh say it's bad. Oh my god! Dude, 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 bleep, bleep, bleep that! Bleep that! Bleep that! Bleep it! Bleep it! Bleep it! Like, if you like K-pop, that's fine, but don't be like an autistic degenerate. Mm, you might need to censor that one. Yeah, I'm you messed up, to dude. Censor that one. Yeah, you should censor that one. They're gonna reply a video of all the K-pop things. Bro, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, I am like a high-functioning autist. I swear to God. This just in: YouTube brings back the reply with the video function. Another news: The Detention Podcast has nothing but K-pop stands posting Jimin. <laughs> That's the only one I know is Jimin. My, my favorite one, Jack and me. <laughs> mm, Jimin. <laughs> All right, right, so I hate to bring this up again, but my Twitter broke on my uh-huh. computer. I can't even log out. But uh, like I'm, I'm like stuck at my my home screen. I hit log out, and it just brings me back, but saying that something went wrong. Try again. I can't see any tweets. It's, just, it's bullying you. <laughs> try it again, dude. Huh? Is it working? Is your internet on? Oh, you got data. Oh, you suck. I'm on my I'm on my laptop, and if I'm talking to you, I mean it's still working. But like Twitter, it's Twitter be fucking. Oh me. no, your Wi-Fi's broken. You're talking on Discord. I don't care. <laughs> Out so, of the social medias, which one would be the best bully or the worst bully? Oh, the worst bully. Yeah. Like, like what do you mean worst bully? Like, like he'll like physically hurt you. You know, there's those ones like haha pizza face, oh, but there's the ones that like physically. You think Twitter would like physically hurt someone? Oh, yeah. Twitter's the mean. It's hundred percent. Uh, Reddit is the one who talks a bunch of shit but can't back it up. He's uh, like, yeah. Instagram is the snobs. Facebook is the conspiracy theorists. Facebook uh, is the teachers. No, Facebook Facebook is that one kid that doesn't shut up. So they anti-vaxxers. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the professionals. MySpace is the teachers. Uh, I don't know, dude. What's Snapchat? Snapchat oh. is Instagram's little sister. I feel like Snapchat would be... Snapchat's just, like, the horny people. Yeah. Who's the bad people? Spotify. There you go. MySpace. What's Pandora? Pandora's a radio. Bro, I don't... Well, we're, we're on Pandora, but I don't trust anyone who uses Pandora. I don't either. Like, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast on Pandora, fuck yourself. Put on some nice music. Little Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide, little candle, and just go to town. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to bring you back. It wasn't a good callback. Is Maya alive? I've literally been talking to you guys for a good. Five oh, don't minutes. get mad! I was like, it's our fault. <laughs> and I, I'm I was so like, she's too quiet. Earlier, earlier when Esau said um, K-pop, I was, I was like yelling at you, saying that you don't listen. <laughs> oh. Cause like said, oh yeah, because like BTS and stuff, they always like comment on, or what, what were we talking about? It was I said BTS, and then no, I felt like Esau when no one listens to him. Yeah, except for me, it happens in real life. For you, you were fucking muted. We're just like, <laughs> eh. Add time. Set the scene. You're at a barbecue, right? Quarantine's over, so this is legal. You had a barbecue. They're sitting down on one of those plastic chairs, right? And you look over to your left. It's him. Henry, your uncle. He's balding. 
He's about five foot seven for some reason. Beer belly. And he comes over to you and he gives you a slap on the back. Hey, champ. How's it going? Haven't seen you since you were this big. And as he breathes, you smell the Cheetos on his breath. Can I stop you right here? No. Because this is really odd because these are all in the ad notes they gave us. Uh, yeah, I'm literally, yeah. That's our sponsor, Uncle Henry. It literally says in the ad notes, don't send this to Ben. How, how do you get uh-huh. all this? <laughs> so as Ben was trying to graciously tell us, today's episode was sponsored by your weird Uncle Henry. Your weird Uncle Henry, he's not allowed around anymore. Your, your old Uncle Henry, he only enjoyed being there when you were a kid. He only came around during summer. Your weird Uncle Henry with great hits such as Please Stop. <laughs> Alright, that's the ad. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Thanks for adding us to Spotify. No. Hold up, we need a site to, to, to link to. Old Uncle Henry. No, that's the weird part. We didn't get one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't get it's just a really bad. It's just I'll everyone see. has a weird Uncle Henry. Yeah. yeah. We just got a very threatening note in the mail to talk about Uncle Henry. You don't need a link, because he's always there. <laughs> so I have one uh, final topic if we want to get into that. The story revolves three streamers, one of them being named Drifter, the other one Blue, and the other one, or the last one, Eight Thoughts. So, like, yeah, the number eight thoughts. So, like, oh, sorry. What, what I can make of the story is that Drifter had beef with or has had problems with blue at eight thoughts so there's a video that was going around of this stream where eight thoughts was streaming a a live feed of blue outside of drifter's house and he had a firearm on him uh which in the state of texas is not illegal to not to have an unregistered Mm -hmm. firearm but it's super it's super suspicious that he was just outside of his house with a firearm on him. The police came on the stream and arrested him. Um, and a thoughts was watching this whole thing, laughing about it while drifter was in his home. Uh, and, you know, uh, I think a thoughts came out with apology saying, Hey, I shouldn't have streamed it. That was really dumb. Um, but at the same time, it's like, at what point as a functioning adult, do you look at this guy outside of someone's home, you know, like you, he's a street. You're all streamers. You shouldn't be outside somebody's home. Like that's not funny. That's not a joke. Yeah. Uh, and so I know that I feel like this podcast has been very like um, kind of kind of a downer when it comes to the shit people we find on YouTube and yeah. Twitch. Well, that's what gets views. And I don't mean it as like oh we're doing this for views, but that's what comes to our attention and to the public is the bad stuff. Yeah. I, and I, I personally feel like. The fact, like, if, if the police hadn't come, and let's say, I'm not saying this would have happened, I'm not saying Blue was out to hurt Drifter, mm-hmm. but if Blue had done something and or con- had a confrontation with Drifter and somebody got hurt, I would find Eight Thoughts equally as accountable for streaming the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you can make an apology on Twitter, but what the fuck are you doing, you know? Right. How can you watch this all go down and not realize what you're doing is fucked up? Like, why are you laughing about it? Um, f- How old is Drifter? Drifter, I don't have an age, but I think he looks like he's in his either 20s. I think 20s. And Blue and the other guy? I'm pretty sure they're 20s. Doesn't it suck, though, that it's these young people that are doing it? Like, they're basically not ruining their lives, but it puts a pretty big dent on it. Mm-hmm. 
And I think they're just doing it for the sake of content. They're not thinking in the headspace like, oh, this is going to affect me later down the road. They're just like, hey, this will give me views. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like that's it's, it's a shitty mentality, but it's like, mm-hmm. at the same time, I understand to an extent, like, I look at, like, a scene or if a sketch that I write, and I'm like, oh, I have to get tased with, like, a, like a dog collar, right? Yeah. And I look at that, and I'm like, that's a stupid idea, but it's going to be really funny. You that's know? to you. It's not, you're not putting it on someone else, and you're pushing the button. Hey, hey, no, yeah. you don't know that. He did want to put Legos in my shoes. That's different, though. Yeah, yeah, I did want to do that. I did want to do that. You agreed to it. I did agree to it. The other guy did not agree to have him outside his house with a gun. That's true. But I think it's different, right? And I think being, and of course, doing that to myself is stupid. But, you know, obviously I'm not hurting somebody else. It's the same argument to make why certain rappers are looked at. Like, if, if like let's say Mac Miller. Mac Miller passed away and it was really mm-hmm. tragic. Um, whereas somebody like uh, XXX Tentacion, when he died, um, he was a piece of shit. And he was very harmful to the people around him. He was just a downright shitty person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I don't fuck with him, and I don't fuck with his music. Mm-hmm. Um, not because who he is, because I just don't like his music. But I, he's a shitty person, whereas when Mac Miller died, he was only self-destructive. I don't mm-hmm. look at a person like that and fault them for the mistakes that they've made because he was self-destructive. He wasn't a harm to anyone else. He was, like, a nice person. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when you look at content creators. If someone does something stupid... And it's like, it's easier to feel bad for them when it was only self-destructive. Like, he did a stupid thing to himself, but he's outside somebody's fucking home. Like, his sense of security is fucking gone. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Like, at no point should my online presence be a reason why I can't be comfortable in my house. That also ties into, like, the whole Susie Lou thing. Because, like, she's destroying other people's livelihoods now. Yeah, and it's like, it's not like... And it's really rich for someone who makes money watching fucking Naruto. Yeah, like, I wish I could do that. I don't know. Fuck Suzy Lou. Fuck uh, Blue and Eight Thoughts. Um, I don't really really know much about Drifter, but, like, he didn't seem like he was, like, outside someone's fucking home. I was also going to say, speaking of, like, stalkers, um, Esau, what's that one streamer that has Tourette's? Sweet something? I know who you're talking about. Sweet Anita. I remember I showed you her and she's like, oh, yeah, I loved her. Yeah, she had a stalker and he like moves like 10 minutes away from her. And she had like to call the police. And then recently, like two weeks, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I can't remember. She went to a store and he was waiting outside for her. And she's like, please leave. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to touch you. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just here to, to go to the store. And she left and he tried to grab her. And the people at the store had to grab him and hold him back and tell her to run. She, like, took off, and he got arrested. People like that always, uh, I always feel real bad for them. Not because, like, I'm like, oh, they're like a poor baby. Because I know it's, like, it's a, prob- it's a problem between computer and chair. Uh, like, between what's happening in their brain and what's coming out. Yeah. Like, I, I know it's, like, something in their head. Because they think, like, some guys like that think, like, oh, I'm being romantic. I'm waiting for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, she's, like this creepy dude's fucking stalking me mm-hmm. like it's a problem with like the semantics of the way they think and unfortunately it's like hard to drill into their head that what they're doing is wrong i'm not sympathizing mm-hmm. with this guy like what he's doing is fucking wrong yeah but, like, it's still kind of like sad that he doesn't understand that and he may never understand that oh no i totally agree with you he's crazy yeah, yeah. 
it's unfortunate there are people like that, but at the same time, it's like when you sign up to make content, you know, whether it be Twitch or YouTube, you don't sign up for the fact that because you never know you're going to make an audience, you know, you never yeah. know that these things are going to happen. Um, you don't sign up for the fact that people are going to treat you differently and put you on a pedestal. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned doing or watching YouTube and just doing content and stuff is that everyone's just a person, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it was really cool getting to meet certain YouTubers and certain artists that I really looked up to when it comes to like their content. Um, you know, uh, I've, we've met Matt Watson of super mega. We met Ross O'Donovan. They're very down to earth, chill people. Oh, they are. And I think when you can take a step back and look at your content, these content creators as people and normal people like you and I, it's, they, there's, it's easier to talk to them. It's easier to engage in a conversation, but there are appropriate places to meet these people, you know? That brings up, like, a question in my head. Like, there are two kinds of people. The people that are doing it, like us, which are doing it for fun, you know? If something happens out of it, fine, cool. But yeah. then there's people like Jake Paul or Logan Paul or just... They, they're doing this for content, and they're doing it because they want to make money. Yeah. And they're also doing it for the fame, I feel. They, they love the attention. They love, mm-hmm. they love all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to do literally anything they can to get that upper hand. I feel like that's what also goes into it as well. Because like, if you get those people that are doing it for the fun, doing it for the hobby, they grow up to be, like you said, Matt Watson or uh, Ross. They're yeah. really wholesome people versus someone who brings a gun to another person's house. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking suicide forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it's all for the sake of a laugh for the click, but it's not for the sake of because they liked it you know they're doing it because they're running out i remember listening to was it a j cole song i love j cole by the way um and one of them he was talking about how this rapper was like oh they're doing this and they're just hopping on these little trends but once these trends go out and you're old enough like it's not going to do it anymore like all the people that are listening to they're going to grow up and not care about that Mm-hmm. And now you're stuck with it, it, the song expensive, but you have this expensive car, you have the expensive jewelry and all this other stuff, but that's all you have. Yeah. Because you were doing it for the fame. It's a good song. I, I think that a lot of younger impressionable, impressionable audiences get into YouTube thinking this is going to be my job in the future. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people who make it like that are tend to be the most, um, you know. Desperate to survive. Yeah, and they'll do whatever they can. And it's kind of a shame because you don't really get to see yourself develop and grow creatively. Yeah. Uh, I think that doing YouTube, because when I started doing YouTube or thought about doing YouTube, it wasn't a job yet. Money wasn't easily accessible. Um, it's a hobby. I did gaming content because it was fun and I liked talking. Because personally at the time, I didn't really like have people to talk to. So I really liked making content because it gave me something to do and a way to talk and get better at talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was for fun. And I think that a lot of creators that are more vulnerable to show where they came from and what they were doing first are a lot better people because they're doing it for fun still. Um, An example I like to bring up is like, because I keep up with very small hip hop uh, artists on YouTube and some of them beef. And it's kind of like odd to me because beef on a small scale for rappers isn't really beneficial to everyone. No. Like it's different when you're it's like if an artist is beefing with Drake, they're both gonna benefit. Or like Eminem right. versus Nick Cannon. 
Yeah, well, at the same time, Nick Cannon did not benefit from that at all. <laughs> no, he didn't, but like that big but thing, you know? MGK and Eminem. Like, there you go. People shit on MGK, but like a lot of people realized, oh, MGK isn't the best artist, but he still has something to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't entirely hate MGK, but you know, there was this like, and you kind of just lose, you kind of feel out of touch the bigger you get because even at small degree degrees of fame, there was um this rapper his name is like gain or something like gone uh and yeah like it was him uh crip mac lethal and somebody else but they made a song called death to mumble rap Mm -hmm. to which they were three of the the four rappers are white and i personally believe that hip-hop is culturally uh a black genre okay and even though i do like rap and i do want to make my own hip-hop music um i'm a guest in hip-hop because it's a different culture than what I was brought up in. I'm just having my own twist on it. Okay. Whereas they can also be considered, you know, guests in hip hop, but to come into a genre with such a high, uh, or like high, um, or wrong mentality and being too big for your britches where you're deciding what can be in this genre, uh, that really doesn't even need to involve you. Mumble rap in itself was kind of a weird racist term to me. Because never have I listened to Young Thug or Future and thought, what the fuck are they saying? But to go into a genre when you're very small in it with such like big thoughts is kind of weird to me. And I feel like a lot of YouTubers do the same thing. They punch up. Yeah. And it's like, really take a step back and realize that you need to make art for yourself. Um, and it'll be better that way. Like, Jenna Marbles does that pretty oh, well. Oh, dude, I love her. I love she- her. She can make a video about anything in a yeah. <laughs> She literally made a video like last week of holding hands with her man. That was it. Yeah. And I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> so if there's anything to take away from this is like do what's fun. You know, gaming content, we do it a lot, but it, gaming content's been dead forever. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. That's my two cents on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to do the hardest pivot alive, but I remembered what I was gonna bring up. Okay. Elon Musk. Uh, so, uh, I, I was actually looking at this right now because I was thinking about the coronavirus protests that people are doing, a bunch of people mm-hmm. upset, the fact that America shut down for a very good reason, I would, I would add. And, uh, suddenly Elon Musk, uh, fucking co- owner of Tesla, fucking founder of Tesla, I don't know what his fucking title is, suddenly decides to start tweeting very weird things. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the big ones is free America or open America back up. I don't know. I, I could pull up the tweets very specifically. And I will, but I'm going to keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and an- another thing he brought up was, I think the Tesla stock is way too high. And, which literally just caused the Tesla stock to go down. He literally just asked Tesla stock to go down, and it did. And it's kind of showing that he's going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. It's, it's, it's baffling. Someone who has so much clout is suddenly just panicking at the face of being locked inside the house for a little yeah. bit. He's also apparently been posting the fucking American Anthem on his, on his uh, fucking Twitter channel. At no point should somebody with that much clout and, you know, he, he's comfortable right now, you know? I'm not going to oh. say I know all the intricacies of his life, but he's living comfortably compared to, you know, the working class. Um, he shouldn't be sparking, you know, uh, 
you know, conflict like this, America is in a very, you know, divided time. Not only are politics dividing us, you know, this whole quarantine is dividing us. And I think he's not helping for sure. So speaking of the protest, you tweeted out something a while ago about people that go on protest. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they get sick, they shouldn't receive medical treatment. I firmly believe that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that or not? I think. Did we we talk about that last week? I thought that's where he brought it up. Maybe I did, but I just kind of, maybe I didn't say this. I want to just, you know, um, preface this. If you are protesting and, you know, if you're doing whatever, if you, because if you're protesting because you need to work and you need to, you know, make money, provide for yourself, your family, I understand where you're coming from. And I'm not going to say that you are wrong for thinking that, but I do think it's important to know that doing so is going to make us take a step back for, backwards if you do it wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you can protest all you want, but getting into big groups and beaches and, you know, I'm mostly upset with the people protesting for their haircuts, for their beach trips, for, you know, non necessities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Town uh a town like twenty minutes away. Yeah. Like they're doing full on protests in the middle of the street, just like Yeah. That's stupid. Like I dude, I cut my own hair, like it looks like shit, but I did it. Yeah, I'm just letting it grow out for now until like I cut it, like my mom cuts it. Yeah, but, let it grow out. Don't, don't, don't cut your hair. Yeah, I, I, no I, one's going anywhere. You know, like yeah. was, these aren't necessities right now. What's mm-hmm. necess- What's a necessity right now is like you get out of the safe. We get out of the safe, mm-hmm. and um, you know, nobody needs to get sick if they don't need to. You know, exactly. Uh, but if you're going out and you're making the constant decision to protest for, uh, saying the world needs to reopen and you get sick, do not turn around from your stance and go to a hospital and take up resources that somebody who happened to be working or somebody who just was at the wrong place at the wrong time because they were getting food for their family needed those resources for. Exactly. You, you're, you should be responsible for that. I've and in the same that. vein... Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, you can go, uh, Let me finish what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, I thought this when I saw the spring breakers were at the Florida beaches. If you took a trip to Florida, you were on spring break... Uh, you went back home, and let's say, heaven forbid, your grandmother dies. You are responsible for that, you know, because you were selfish and you didn't, you know, um, take care of yourself and the people around you. I think, you know, I'm not saying seeing people in general is wrong. Um, you know, with the proper communication and responsibility, you can see people you love, but not in the ways that you want to right now. There have been a bunch of tweets I've seen about people being like, oh, fuck this, uh, fuck this, uh, what's called, I'm going outside, you can't stop me. Literally like a week later, man, they're like, the testing isn't going down. I need to know if I have this. I haven't been feeling right. Like, these people need to let me hit my test. What if I have this stupid disease? I'm on quarantine right now. I'm so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel sick because I went outside. And then um, I'm, I, I browse conspiracy subreddits because I, I hate myself and I, I want to be paranoid about everything. 5G, and 5G. They, they get mad at one of the simplest things. They're like, why am I not allowed to get my boat and uh, be on the lake fishing? How, what's so wrong about that? Like, why is that forcing me to quarantine? There's nobody there. And I'm like, I think to myself, with everybody home and them seeing like, yeah, you can go fishing. How many fucking people would be like, fuck it, I guess I'll go fishing. And then leading Mm. to more people at the fucking lakes, more people trying to camp. Like you suddenly get an influx of people traveling. Oh man, 
where, where, where have we heard that the influx of traveling is probably what caused this fucking garbage? Yeah. Especially and... with the fact that, uh, sorry, uh, with the fact that this is known to, or has been seen to potentially bounce between animals and humans. I think they, they report, like, I think I talked about this last week, but a tiger may have caught in fucking Corona. Yeah. And uh, it just shows that, uh, that people don't think macro. They only think mini. They were like, well, I'm the only one here now. Like, yeah, because there's a fucking quarantine. Fucking dumb piece of shit. Anyway, I'm yeah. getting heated. This is my heating game in a moment. I do think that, you know, there are ways to see people, right? Because I think, well, specifically depending on where you're at. Um, California, we, you know, our governor talks to us every day. Whether or not you like the governor in California, that's, you know, your opinion. I, not, I'm not going to share mine. But um, he does at least have a four-step plan. Whether or not that plan will go in the time span that he wants to is another story. But it's a plan, you know? And At least he's I, doing something. Exactly. And I do believe His that Gabe. And, uh, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, I, I just looked him up because I didn't know what his name was. He, uh, he has a plan, right? Um, and I, I firmly believe that, you know, if I communicate, let's say I talk to Ben, right, or like, um, and I'm like, hey, I haven't gone anywhere in like two weeks, you haven't gone anywhere in two weeks, I think it's safe for us to hang out, you know, like in the front of my yard, like six feet apart, you know what I mean? Um, um, like for me, I, I live very close to Ben. Mm-hmm. If I went over, I, I've gone over his house several times during, uh, what's called, literally just really quickly, here you go. I go home, I sanitize my hands. I wash my hands. Uh, literally, that stuff like that's fine. I went over to another friend who, once again, lives in walking distance. I know he hasn't been anywhere. I literally have only left my house to deliver cards to Ben. Uh, I know neither of us have it. Went over his fucking house and he was having a fucking party, and I, uh, that upset me. <laughs> but uh, uh, but like I knew none of us have it, and I knew the family that he had over all lived within walking distance of his house. And um, yeah, like I like that's a safe way to visit people. Like you don't have to be like, but I want to go. Like wait, when Coachella was going on, a bunch of people still fucking went to Coachella. Yeah, oh, I remember that. I yeah, I'll think be, a bunch of people went to Coachella. It's dumb as fuck. I'll be full transparent. Uh, you know, I haven't. I was. I didn't see my girlfriend for like two months, and after a lot of communication back and forth, um, I did go visit her for like one day, and we all we did was, you know, uh, there was no like contact with the people. It was just us going to grab like food um real quick with masks on constantly sanitizing our hands and an open park to walk through it was nothing like you know where we could um be in contact with a lot of people at a lot of times and we were you know taking measures to stay safe and i think that's fine especially in the state that uh we live in and the current state of uh, california um I think there are measures to take, but obviously that's completely different from going out to a public beach crowded next to people, no masks, just protesting. Mm-hmm. And um, you did it like once in two months. Yeah, because like it's you need to keep your connections right, and obviously like it's been hard, and I I kept having to say no, not yet, um, until we were in a place like you know this week where I could I was comfortable enough to make that decision and be responsible about it. Mm-hmm. I know you made the responsible decision. Versus, you know, I want to go outside to party. I want yeah. fresh air. Like, I'll, make, I'll, I'll be transparent and say that I did that, but I'll also be, back myself up by saying, hey, you know, there was, it wasn't like on a whim. There was a conversations, there was discussions and, uh, you know, measures taken, you know? 
I hear it's really hard to make out with the masks on, though. Can you confirm or deny that? Uh, yeah, I can honestly say that it really is. Hmm. Well, at least you did it, though. It's like a condom for your mouth. Yeah. Just wear dental dam as a mask. Just put the, like, things, put it on your ears. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope she doesn't listen to this. I feel like we've been um, a little more serious this episode since last, the last episode. Uh, but I think from here on out, you know, I think we are, you know, our goal is to entertain. Our goal is to be funny, um, in a lot of things that we do, but to, I think, you know, we'll take time a little, um, sorry. I think it's important to take a step back and talk about how we feel about things because this does affect everyone right now. This is a scary time in the world. And I do think that, um, as cheesy as it sounds, we do need to work together to get through it. Uh, and I know that's rich sounding uh, coming from people. And I know when it comes from celebrities, it's like hard to like think about like what the fuck do you know about how, what we're going through? Yeah. Um, but from what I'm seeing in my community and you know how I feel, uh, it'll only get better if we, you know, double down on, you know, doing what it needs, doing what it takes to get over this virus. To get her done. So that's my take on that. Um, there's there's a story that I wanted to tell, and maybe it's, it'll lighten up the mood a little bit, and maybe we can end on that. All right. Okay. And we still have to do the Spotify. Yeah, but he's talking about like a, a like an end to the to the conversation. <clears throat> to the okay, sad, gotcha, serious gotcha, stuff. Gotcha. So I have this story, and it's this old story about the first astronaut <gasps> from China. Wow. And what it was was this guy who he sat on a chair, and strapped rockets to his chair um and it's just a rocket surrounding his chair like kind of like up where like the balloons were like attached to the house that's his Wait, chair rockets rockets. to his chair yeah he was in you a mean chair Kung Fu panda kind of <laughs> i think okay. yeah so they strapped rockets to his chair and they lit the fuses and there was this big explosion and when the dust cleared he was gone and they say that he went to space. Now Aww. I find that fucking hilarious because he was just blown up to pieces. What I find funny is he's. I, I read that story too, and uh, he had a last word. Fuck. It was I love kung fu. That was it. That was his last is this, word. Is this an actual kung fu and reference? He said, "Skadoosh." Skadoosh. And he exploded a million pieces. I the scene played in my head, and I was like, "He better not say I love kung fu, because I swear to God, if he does, he just stole my joke." Do you guys think he made it to space? Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's off to the stars now. He's still there. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't found him yet. They've been searching forever. That's what the moon landing was. I think a piece of him made it there. A piece of him will always be in my heart <laughs> and in the air, <laughs> in the atmosphere. Somewhere. Anyway, so are we going to uh? Do our Spotify? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sir. Who wants to go first? Uh, not me, because I forgot what song it was. Never mind me. <laughs> so don't, okay. don't start playing. Who the fuck said start playing? Uh, mine would be Falco, Rock Me, Amadeus. Um, so my pick is called On My Own by... Auna Managuchi. And <laughs> Hannah. You guys, you guys fucking laughed at mine. So, I laughed because um, you've been saying this for like two weeks. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and put that in the chat. Mine is a, a Snoop Dogg song. Maya just turned me to it. I've been listening to a lot of Spanish music, so this uh, really 
fits into the style of music I'm listening to right now. It's Snoop Dogg's new song. God damn it. It's like, Que Mal de Liazón. Mal. Mal. Maya probably knows this. Okay. Stop Maldición. Maldición? Maldi? Maldición. And mine is gonna be. Only One to Blame by Sam Henshaw. So as usual, I'm going to link the Spotify playlist in the description below, and it should be in the description of the podcast on streaming services. Uh, we're going to go ahead and end here. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Detention Podcast. Uh, I know this episode was a little bit of a more serious tone, but you know some things I feel like we needed to say, and hopefully next episode will be more lighthearted. You can catch us on streaming services such as Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, if you can leave a review on Apple Music, that'd be comp- that'd be really great. And if you're listening to us on YouTube, then please like and subscribe. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to plug or uh, anything cool that you guys want to shout out real quick? Uh, just a reminder to leave comments on things you want us to talk about because we're, as you've seen, we kind of struggle on making clean transitions between what we want to talk about. Those are the cleanest I've ever seen. Transitions are the hardest part. Thank you guys for watching. If you guys could share this podcast with somebody, it would really help us out a lot. You know, we're starting out. Uh, share it with your friends. Um, you know, share it with your enemies. Hell, we don't care. Okay, we're just here to have a good time, and if you guys enjoy it, then I really do appreciate. Kim, that. if you're listening, we're glad you're alive. I'm not taking that stance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.